welcome back to Cancer Perspective. Thank you for joining us. We're continuing on our April Cancer Awareness Month and tackling testicular cancer awareness. The testes are part of the male anatomy that's responsible for reproduction. They are usually two organs and smaller than a golf ball held inside a sac called the scrotum. The testicles are important for making sperm, which is known as a germ cell. Germ cells are sperm and egg that develop a new being. Most testicular cancers, over 90%, start in the germ cells. A testicular cancer is going to be divided into either a germ cell or a non-germ cell cancer. Germ cells are the cells that make the sperm, and they are divided into seminomas and non-seminomas. There is a possibility that you can get mixed germ cell tumors that are a little bit of both seminoma and non-seminoma, and they're usually treated as a non-seminoma because their pattern of spreading is closer to the non-seminomas. Seminomas spread more slowly. Non-seminomas tend to grow more rapidly and spread outside of the testicle. A lot of the non-seminomas have tumor markers that can be followed easier than the seminomas. You may be tested for an alpha-fetoprotein or AFP, or a human chorionic gonadotropin, or beta-HCG. These types of numbers can then show the level of disease, and those numbers can be watched to see if the disease could still be present or recur. The testes are also important in producing androgens, or male hormones, such as testosterone. The hormone-producing tissues are called stroma, so tumors starting in those tissues are called stromal tumors. Testes are also considered gonads, so gonadal stromal tumors. They are not as common, but can be seen in younger ages. Unlike other cancers that we have discussed in the past, testicular cancer is generally found in younger men. The most common ages are from 20 to 34. You can see childhood testicular cancers, and you can see testicular cancer in older gentlemen, but it is more common in the 20-year range. Most testicular cancers are found by physical exam. It is important to teach self-exam, Just like a self-breast exam, a self-testicular exam is often best done in the shower with warm and soapy water and getting to know what the normal anatomy of a person's testicles might be. They are approximately golf ball size and enclosed in the scrotum. The area should be smooth. Because there is very little fat in that area, it's easy to find if there is an abnormality that is not smooth or something that's an extra bump or lump in there. 
Signs also include a feeling of heaviness in the scrotum or a feeling of heaviness in the actual pelvic area if you're not feeling it in the testicle itself. We have pelvic lymph nodes that can be affected when we have cancer. Having a lymph node in the groin, you can feel those most easily in the thin skin between the upper thigh and the pubic bone. You have a higher risk of developing testicular cancer if you were born with an undistended testy that's called cryptoorchidism or a family history of testicular cancer, particularly in a brother or a father, and a personal history of having testicular cancer in the past. Those who have been following along know that I like to get to the bottom of words to help decipher the medical language. The Greek root word for testicle is orchis. That became the medical term orchid. So a surgical correction of an undistended testes is an orchiplexy. An orchiplexy prior to puberty lowers the risk of developing testicular cancer, but that is still being studied. The surgical removal of a testicle is an orchiectomy. An orchiectomy is the most common treatment for testicular cancer. If it's a stage 1 testicular cancer or well-localized, a surgical removal or an orchiectomy is often all that's needed. However, more and more studies have shown that one cycle of chemotherapy can also be beneficial if you have a stage two or three or higher cancer, you will likely need more chemotherapy. When you have an orchiectomy or chemotherapy, your fertility may be impaired. You should be offered a discussion about fertility preservation if you're undergoing treatment. The difference between female and male preservation is that males tend to continually make new sperm and they still have one sperm generating testicle left. Females, unlike males, don't regenerate new eggs. Males regenerate new sperm that potentially could not be affected by chemotherapy or radiation. Sperm counts will fall during treatment but it's potential that you can retain full ability to father a child after treatment. A couple of large studies, approximately 70% of patients fathered children after treatment. However, when we counsel our patients, we recommend that you wait at least six months after completion of all of your treatment before attempting to conceive a child unless you are using sperm that was banked before any treatment. When we think of younger people undergoing treatment for cancer, we have to consider the long-term effects. So with testicular cancer, you will be monitored, hopefully lifelong by somebody, for secondary cancers, secondary leukemias in particular, looking for potential long-term effects on your breathing. One of the chemotherapies can be known to cause lung dysfunctions. 
Although testicular cancer is fairly rare, they are often found in earlier stages and survivability is quite good. For patients with low-stage seminomas and non-seminomas, for instance, the cure rate is close to 100%. But that also takes into account that we're talking to our children about letting us know if anything is feeling uncomfortable or wrong, understanding the anatomy, and having good open communication about health and wellness. Interestingly, the testicular cancer ribbon is orchid. This is a purple or violet color and honors the medical terminology. Wear your orchid, your purple, and honor those who have been affected by testicular cancer. Thank you for joining us at Cancer Perspective. Take care and spread kindness. Kindness.